Welcome back to Christmas Clatter. I am Todd Killian, and it is the week of Thanksgiving. I can't believe it. It seems like as soon as those bird months hit, time just starts flying by so fast. First of all, I want to wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Stay healthy. Enjoy your families tomorrow and this weekend. Enjoy your time together shopping and doing the things you do. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you out there. Got a great episode for you today. I talk with Dallas Roden and her very first Christmas album, but more on that in a little bit later. I just have a few announcements here uh, to make. We have, uh, if you're around on Saturday, uh, November 27th at noon uh, Central Standard Time, head on over to YouTube, find a channel called Doc Rock. He is a uh, YouTube coach. He live streams six days a week. He's a real knowledgeable individual, real great guy. He is having me on to kick off the holiday season. I will be his special guest on his Saturday live stream. That's noon Central Standard Time on YouTube. Doc Rock is the channel. Uh, if you have a chance to hop on there, uh, please do, and uh, you won't you won't regret it. And I just want to thank Doc for having me on. Uh, speaking of YouTube, if you haven't already, head over to YouTube dot com slash Christmas clatter subscribe and hit the bell for notifications because as we get closer to Christmas there's going to be some more stuff on YouTube that just doesn't work well on a podcast because of the visual aspects uh, one of the things I will be doing will be um, having an advent calendar starting on December the 1st and of course running through the 24th and I have bought a special advent calendar and I will unpack each day on camera and, uh, well, share it with you guys. The videos might not be very long. They might only be a minute or so. You know, I don't, I don't think there's any reason to go like long form on it or anything like that. You know, I like to talk and ramble, so you never know. It might go like four minutes or something, but we'll see what happens. Uh, some of them will be pre-recorded that day and edited and put up. Some may be live streamed. So it's just going to be a mixed bag. I'll, I'll try to have them up you know, about the same time every day as best I can. Uh, so I want to try that out. So it's an advent calendar on YouTube. And uh, so that's real exciting. Speaking of live stream, mark your calendars, everybody, for December the 10th. That's cookie day where I'm from. If you guys don't know what cookie day is, just wait and find out. But for those that been with the show uh, for a while, you know exactly what cookie day is. But well, I'll be live streaming from Cookie Day and uh, getting you guys involved as much as I can. But after Cookie Day's over at uh, 9 o'clock uh, p.m. Central Standard Time, I will be hosting a live stream Christmas party on YouTube. And uh, there'll be all kinds of great guests on there hopping in and out. There will be live music, live Christmas music there. And also a bunch, well, I don't want to say a bunch, but there will be some games and some prizes and i know you guys will enjoy and we're just gonna have a, a good time having a christmas party together again that's december the 10th at 9 p.m central standard time on youtube so make sure you head over to christmas clatter on the youtube and like and subscribe and hit that bell for the notifications but i believe that covers all our housekeeping uh 
have this episode here where I talk with Dallas Roden about her very first Christmas album, and she uh, has a great uh, pop rock sound to her. Um, some of the lyrics tackle some of the more serious notes of Christmas. Uh, gives a little bit of a, uh, I guess it's a little darker uh, lyrically sometimes, but you know sometimes at Christmas you're not always in a great and happy mood, but. You know, it gives you some holiday music to listen to and that you can relate with. But she leaves everybody with this, this little bit of hope. And uh, it's a really great album. I think you'll enjoy all the links to her thing, to her albums will be in the show notes. But that's enough of me. Uh, here is my Christmas conversation with Miss Dallas Roden. Well, joining us here on Christmas Clatter is a Canadian singer from the Toronto area, Dallas Roden, with her very first Christmas album. And it is, uh, it's really, really good, guys. So so check it out. It releases today. It's, um, well, I hate using the word different. And I, because it's, it's not, it's great pop music. It's great dance music. Um, and touches on some of the serious things of Christmas. Christmas isn't always lollipops and bubble gum. There's some serious issues that go around, and she's not afraid to sing about that, and she's not afraid to honor Christmas in a traditional light as well. Dallas, thanks so much for being on Christmas Clatter. No, thank you so much for having yeah. me. And I actually love the word different, so I'm oh, glad you actually good. said that. Good, good. I, I always struggle with the word different because sometimes people take it as a like a negative. You know, like, yeah. oh, it's different, but, you know, so I try to find something else, you know, um, but uh, but it, I really like this album. I, I'm I love music. I grew up listening to to music as a kid. I fell in love with music as, as a young age. I, I've over I played. I've been playing uh, bass for oh, good lord more years than I can count now. But That's awesome. I'm not that you know. I have a certain ceiling as as a musician. I'm I'm not that talented. But I always just really love it, and I've always liked all kinds of music from you know pop and rock and country where i'm from you get you have to like country music or you get yeah. kicked out but uh, <laughs> but when i when i first first heard your your album it had like this a uh, little bit of dance flair a little bit of uh uh pop to it but the lyrics were so serious not serious like uh what's the word i'm looking for real pointed you really know what she's wanting to say but it still invoked the holiday feels and it was just really, really great. And I think I sent you a longer email than I had intended on your music, but, uh, um, you know, cause sometimes pop is, doesn't have a message and it doesn't have a drive and, and yeah. that's what I really liked, liked about it. But before we get into the music too deep, this had to start as an idea, you know? And so just kind of take us through that journey of where, um, this album came from, uh, I, th I think I forgot to mention the name, uh, Seasons Change, and so do we. We change too, yeah. We change too. I'm sorry. I'll let no, you it's go. okay. Yeah. Um, so just tell, take us to the journey. How did this start? Where did you get the idea of doing a Christmas album? Yeah. Um, it started basically at the beginning of 2021. Um, growing up, though, I loved Christmas. I just really loved the traditional aspects of you know, it's all about family and, you know, going to get the tree and watching Christmas movies and, you know, Christmas music was a really big part um, to play in my life. 
So um, at the top of January this year, I sat down with my manager and producer and we always kind of go over our goals for the year. And I basically just said it to them. And I was just like, I think I want to do a Christmas album and release it by the end of this year. And he was like, all right, let's, let's do it. So we, we honestly started, I want to say like the next day because Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a whole album and I'm an independent artist. So I'm doing this all myself. So I knew getting an early start would definitely benefit the entire album. So Yeah. And honestly, like at first it was definitely difficult. Um, I feel like I had never attempted to write a Christmas song before. So I was, we both sat there and we're like, what do we, how do we start this? And as a joke, we sort of Googled um, Christmas words and we were like, why don't we just jumble this all up together and see if we can make a song. And that song actually makes it onto the album and it, it just got a lot easier and simpler as we went. Um, but yeah, I mean, as summer came along again, it had its challenges trying to write Christmas music in right. the summer here, but yeah, I'm really proud of this project. Honestly, like I've, I'm so excited for people to listen. Yeah, I, I am too. I liked what you did with the, the, the names of the song. I mean, you, you have some originals, you, you know, in here and mixed with the, with the, uh, you know, a few songs that, that people have heard before a few covers and, and things, but it's like, you know, the names aren't always exactly what they, they seem. And, and that's really great writing. But for those I've, I've talked to enough independent um, artists and once you start an album, whether it's Christmas or not, it becomes all consuming, you know, to get that album done and completed. So to, to stay in that Christmas mindset is, is, you know, year round is a challenge. You know, I do Christmas clatter year round, but it's yeah. really just like, you know, once a week I need to, you know, think of something Christmassy and, and talk about it. But, you know, when you're doing an album, you're thinking, you know, of the song that you, you have the lyrics, then you have the arrangements and then you have the recording of it. And then there's layers on top of layers. And so I, and I can you got to build the content and right. building the content on top of that was, you know, a bit difficult, but I think a lot of people will be shocked to see that my first kind of body of work yeah. is a Christmas album. But for me, as an independent artist, I actually thought it was a very like strategic and smart decision because the industry is just ever changing and you really never know what to expect. It changes daily, but the one constant in the music industry is holiday music. So I thought it would be a smart idea to always have something to kind of come back to around this time of year. Yeah, it it, it definitely is smart. Um, a few episodes ago, we we talked about it's a wonderful life because it's seventy five years old this year, and it's like how many seventy five year old movies do people still talk about every year? Exactly. Not many, you know. And it's because Christmas is a great opportunity to you know revisit that movie as it is to revisit so many classic holiday standards that everybody knows and loves, and to mm-hmm. to get your music out there on that as well. And um, I don't remember if I told you in, in the email I have a um, releasing this week. And I'll be adding your songs on there uh, too. Uh, I'm releasing a, a what I call a Christmas spotlight playlist on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube Music, and I'm going to be putting a couple of your songs on there. It's uh, oh, awesome. Thank it's you. um, it's just for independent artists or artists on small labels, and it's going to be no more than 24 songs. Um, so it's going to be a real curated uh, playlist, and and a couple of your songs are going to be put up there. Nightmare Before Christmas will be one, and then I'm really debating between two others right now. And uh, so 
three might make it on there, but uh, two for sure. What are you debating between? I'm curious. <laughs> um, Scrooge and um, Snow Angel. So oh, you and, you picked my my top three for sure. <laughs> so that's well, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, um, I really I really considered um, uh, Cookies and Cocoa also in Winter Dream, and then I also really was considering Silent Night because I we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, it's I it felt like a perfect ending to to an album. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm real big on like track order. I would, you know, I never put an album together, and so every time I think of someone that writes, you know, nine songs, it's like you know, conspiracy theory, corkboard, strings and yarns and stuff, trying to figure out out what order to, uh, you know, put the album in. And I'm always I have this weird um, obsession with the last song of an album. You know, I'm mm. a I'm a, I'm an album guy. I love li- sitting down and listening to the full albums, you know, by an artist. And the last song, for some reason, is always the song I'm most interested to hear. But I won't jump to it because I want to hear it after I hear all the other songs because it just mm-hmm. it feels different. You know, it's yeah. like you have all the you know you have all all the experiences of those those songs on top of it, and then it's the last song. But uh, yeah, um, so that that'll be um, part of the. A Christmas spotlight playlist uh, presented by Christmas Clatter. So I'll be putting awesome. those on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there's some, some other artists and stuff on there, and links to that playlist on all three platforms will be in the show notes and description. So you can hear the full songs. But let's get into your music a little bit. I love this um, Nightmare Before Christmas. I thought it was going to be a cover when I saw the, the name of it, which it was mm-hmm. not. And then there was something in there that I wondered if you knew about it or if you, it was something you did on purpose but let's listen to a little bit of it this is just a few seconds from towards the beginning i believe if i remember that's where i pulled from but uh, here's a little bit of uh, nightmare before christmas I love that melody line. Thank you. (laughs) The thing I want to ask you about is you have like the Carol of the Bells going on in in the background Mm -hmm. there, and it kind of rolls through the whole song. Um, Were you aware that the motif for Jack Skellington in the movie Nightmare Before Christmas is a derivative of Carol of the Bells. I was not. <laughs> yeah. I was not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. And I was like, was that something she knows? Or is, oh, or is that just okay. kind of like one of those, uh, the world just moves together and, and makes things happen the way they're supposed to kind of thing, you know? Yeah, fully. Because even with that sample, um, uh, we had to basically reproduce the song in order to use that and record it ourselves and use obviously a copyrighted sample um but yeah like we originally had the whole carol of the bells going in the introduction and then it slowly kind of fades into this morphed dark version and that was Uh the whole point of the song but obviously for copyright reasons we couldn't do so so we kind of had to scrap that and go with something we were able to use but um Mm -hmm. Yeah, this song was definitely one of my favorites off of the album because 
I really had a solid concept in mind of how I wanted to start the album. And Mm -hmm. I really wanted it to be a bit dark and edgy. And that's really what my music is about. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would not associate that with Christmas. So I really wanted to do something that would kind of grab the listener's attention right away. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, why don't we, you know, a lot of people probably would have thought it's more of a Halloween song because obviously, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas kind of has that vibe. But when you actually listen to it lyrically, it's still such a, if I can toot my own horn, it's lyrically like beautifully about Christmas and just this tragic love story that has to, that falls around this time of year. And yeah, yeah, I just loved it. Yeah, it it is great. And, uh, you know, every year I make it a point to have an an episode on kind of the harder things of Christmas. My my saying and, and people that listen have probably heard this at nauseum, but Christmas makes the happy times happier and the sad times sadder, you know, yes, and that's it, accurate. It, it just does. And, you know, to have songs that tackle those is, is great because, you know, even at Christmas time, not everybody's in, you know, high spirits and to have a song that mm-hmm. that's Christmas that they can relate to is, is much needed, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, Bing and Frank and Andy aren't what you want to listen to. You yeah. know, it's like, and, and I need something that's a little darker and fits my mood right now. But, uh, but it's still with that, that undercurrent of that Carol of the Bells through all that, that, that you sampled, it was just like instantly, it's like, yes, this is Christmas music, you know, and I wasn't sure where it was going in the, and I really, in the, in that, that melody for the that chorus nightmare before Christmas, I just really, it's really infectious and found myself thank you. humming it quite a quite a bit and, and stuff but uh thank you i, I really like that and I, I just didn't know about the carol of the bells thing if, if, if that's something that you knew or if that was just one of those one of those things i didn't i did not so that's p- pretty crazy um yeah yeah thank you for telling me that well see now in your next interview you'd be like well i introduced i introduced carol the bells because that's uh you know the part of the speech <laughs> from you know for jack's you know, you yeah exactly <laughs> you know so. my way through <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> but uh, yeah it's um it, it, it's definitely one that will be on the playlist definitely one that people need to go out and uh you know the streaming service and get it and, and download this album and, and and listen through it all the way through. Now, Scrooge, I really like too because you you did it to me again with the name, and then you, yeah, you flipped the word Scrooge on its head, and it was really smart. I love this song for two reasons. I think it's really smart lyrically. I really like it, and it really reminds me. I you know I graduate high school in the mid nineties. It really has this like nineties rock vibe to it, mm-hmm. which just had me hook line and sinker from the from from the start but uh i i this is one that i this may be my favorite of all the songs so it's probably gonna been end up on the on the playlist but uh because i'm just such a 90s music nerd i guess but uh, yeah. but i really like it but here's a little bit of uh scrooge for everybody to listen to I'm miserable. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Now I left some of the great lyric 
spots out of there because I just don't want to give it away here on the podcast. I want people to go hunt it down and, and see what we're talking about. But is that a sampled bass or is that someone actually playing bass? No, uh, my producer played bass uh, on this one. I, th- I thought so. But the sampled yeah. basses are getting so good anymore, it's getting hard to tell. Right. You know, yeah. Like, it's like I was like almost crushed when I found out like on the future nostalgia that Dua Lipa like was had a lot of sampled bass in that. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah, that's great. But, yeah. But, but it sounds great. I mean, you can still play it on bass, but it's just like, oh, man. You know, but it just crushes your soul. Yeah, as a musician. bass player, I mean, it doesn't yeah. mean I don't like it any less than than I do. But it's like, but I, I just love that bass tone in that. It just takes me back, you know, and it kind of almost has that like floppy bass string sound that was always so cool. I guess it, like a Music Man or uh, almost has a Music Man style or P bass. Yeah. I'm glad you said that about yeah. this one, just because Scrooge almost didn't make the album. Really? We yeah, we hadn't like even had written it until I want to say maybe about a month ago. So a lot of these songs, yeah, a lot of these songs were actually done um, vocally, lyrically, melodically by May of 2021. So they were all done. Basically all of the summer was up to production. Right. And I just remember kind of listening back and I just felt like there was something missing, especially Mm. because, you know, I love the fact that you said, um, you graduated high school in the 90s it's funny because i graduated high school in 2016 but but i grew up listening to you know nirvana blink 182 uh-huh. like green day so yeah, yeah that, it's really like part of who i am musically and i mm-hmm. i just felt like i needed to put one more song in the album um even topic wise to kind of talk about it is a bit heavier, I would say, yeah. in terms of like concept and what we're talking about. But it's it doesn't sit uncomfortably, if that makes right. sense to the listener. Yeah. I just I feel like we were able to talk about you know things that maybe like you said, a lot of people don't always feel so cheerful around this time, and you know you're you've got high highs and a lot of low lows. And I just wanted a song on the album that touched. Mm-hmm that subject as well and i feel like scrooge was the song yeah it was and, and like i said lyrically it's so smart because it, it's scrooge and you turn scrooge into a, a verb but then there's a lot of imagery that captures like the grinch as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. So you, you know those two characters are are more or less one and the same you know mm-hmm. as far as they're 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 in their you know respected stories so that's why i really liked about it it's like you you captured, you know, the Scrooge and, and the Grinch and, and, and feeling like that, but married them so well. And, and then, uh, you know, on top of that, you know, great, you know, nineties rock beat. And, and it opens with, you know, with this just driving acoustic guitar riff, you know, and, uh, it just, it, it, it sits well, I think, because being, it's the second song on the mm-hmm. album, right, right after nightmare before Christmas. And then, the, you know, it's like, you know, for me, it's like Nightmare took me by surprise. And then that's like, when I hit the second song, it's like, I'm surprised again. You, you, know? <laughs> it's, it was, you know, so I, I really liked it. I but mean, they do they do go hand in hand very well together. Yeah. And I feel like kind of going back to what you were talking about earlier, when you're super intrigued by the last song all the time and mm-hmm. kind of like how the track list is made up, I feel like 
as I was writing these songs, I could picture where they were going to sit in the album. And I, okay. I definitely knew I wanted to start with Nightmare just because it was, it is probably the most heavily produced in of and also melodically, lyrically, it's also quite heavy. So I, I wanted to take the listener through a journey of, you know, sitting with those heavier subjects and heavier produced songs. And then we kind of flow nicely into, you know, what you would think to be Christmas music. So right. all I need this Christmas and um, like you said, cookies and cocoa. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, uh, it is quite a uh, journey you take people through, through all, all nine of these songs and, and uh, you know, tackling these subjects and then you know then we have snow angel then you hit you know you give a, a santa baby which you know people are very you know familiar with and then uh, mm-hmm. you know all i need for christmas interlude and, and things which is which is really cool but um it's just you know which let me ask you which song did you have first of all these on the album Winter Dream was sorry. Was is the question like which one did I write? Well, first? Well, yeah, which one did you have for you know first you know concept and, and you know nearly complete you know was kind of the first one done so to speak. So we definitely worked on all of these relatively at the same time. So mm-hmm. first song we wrote was Winter Dream, but mm-hmm. we had only completed maybe the first pre-hook. And then we kind of left it there, went on. And and I think our second one we wrote was Snow Angel, which I'm so happy about this one because I remember that day going to the studio and I was actually going um, for a session for another artist. I was supposed to just be co-writing on one of their songs, but they were running late and I'm definitely not one to waste time in the studio. So my producer, Adam, and I, basically we're like, we could probably try writing another Christmas song and snow angel happened. And it's one of my favorite songs off of the album. And I really do think a lot of people are going to like this one. Speaking of snow angel, let's listen to a little bit of it. Going 25 more days until you come back home I'll be patient I'll be your snow angel Snow, snow You're really great at melodies. I really love Thank your you. melodies that you, that you write for these songs. And uh, yeah, Thank you. This uh, snow angel is kind of one of my favorite I guess you call it like subgenre of Christmas music. It's the longing for someone to come home for Christmas kind of thing. You know, yeah. I just, those kind of songs always just really, you know, I remember as a kid, you know, I'll be home for Christmas. always just kind of got to me. And then oh, few years, love that one. Yeah. And then a few years back, uh, man, Megan Trainer came out with I'll be home. And, you know, that always kind of, kind of got me too. And this, this feel, this falls in that same kind of vein and, you know, of, of waiting for, for someone to be home for Christmas and, and you have these melodies yeah. and then you have that, like, um, that almost sounds like a clap, but it's almost like a, a, like a snare thing that comes in and out for the beat and in the background. That's just really cool. And, and, uh, and the thing I like about it is that that keyboard has that like whirly road sound to it. And I've always been a sucker for that, that sound, you know, mm. and, so it kind of it, it hit a lot of my checkbox of things I love, you know. So, but, uh, 
That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this one was definitely special. And even writing it, I think we knew we had a Christmas hit on our hands, whether it be this year or next year. But I really do like kind of like you said, it's definitely just one of those songs where it just kind of makes you feel nostalgic in a sense. And it definitely touches on, again, those tougher subjects of longing for someone or not being around a loved one during this time of year and that can be super difficult and hard mentally so yeah yeah when i heard this song the way the way i listen to music is is i'll listen through the album the whole way through without stopping and then my second time through i listen to each song twice you know back it up Mm. and I don't know why, but when I... You've got a lot more patience than I do. I feel like <laughs> if, I, if I don't like a song within 10 seconds, I'm skip, skip. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's one of the reasons I fall in love, fell back in love with vinyl is it makes you sit and listen. So a song that usually you're not care for, you sit through it enough, you, you learn to at least appreciate it, if not love it. But uh, Snow Angel, about the halfway through about the second time or so I, I I listened to it. I could just hear this song like as a background track on a, like a Christmas movie kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know, and you know, it just kind of had that, that, that vibe of the story it was telling was just so, so perfect that I could see it, you know, you know, sitting in there just, you know, like a New York city, just blanketed in snow and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, just in my mind's eye, but it is, I keep waffling on this last song on this songs I'm going to put on the playlist, but it, it's, it's one that hits me in my Christmas feels each time I, I listen to it. Just, uh, especially that line, you know, about only waiting 25 more days. It's just, uh, that just something about mm-hmm. that line just kind of just really, you know, hits home to me for, for you know, various reasons, but it's, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, 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 a a great song for you in the future. I just, I just know it will. It's a, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Ideally we would love to get these songs, you know, who knows what'll happen. Um, but I agree. I really do see some of these songs, you know, could fit so perfectly on some of those Netflix, uh, originals that they come out with or HBO, um, Christmas movies and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that that's kind of where the the future lies for some of these songs yeah yeah that that and more you know that's a that's a great place to be because you know there's a lot of songs that you know land in the movies and then uh from the movie that you know they become you know a, a Christmas Huge. Hit, you know? Yeah, yeah you know you know the the drifters white Christmas was kind of dead until home alone, you know? Mm. So, and then like pennies from heaven was never a Christmas movie till it was an elf, you know? So yeah. Know, kind of thing. No, or, but really that's all yeah. it takes. That's yeah. really all it takes. So yeah, it really hoping does. for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, we've talked about this a, a little bit, but you know, she goes, you know, we just covered the first three songs, and you know, then there's, you know, several more songs in, in between this whole album, and and uh, each one has their unique quality. So everybody out there listening, watching on here on YouTube, uh, definitely go check it out. But you end with this great short 
acapella version of Silent Night. And, and let's give a, just a quick, quick listen to, to what you've done there. Brown young virgin mother and child Holy infant so tender and mild. Just beautiful. Now, thank you. I, I love it when people, you know, you know, pay homage to to the traditional and and things. And this was just so tastefully done. And it just sit, sits so well at the end after after listening through the whole album. And there's several voices on there. I think you're maybe on there more than once, but then there's some mm-hmm. other people on there as well. There's so not. How, it's just me. It's all you. I could have swore there's at least me. one other person on there. Oh my goodness. No. Nope. Well, you got me here. Yeah. <laughs> Another surprise, but no, yep. yeah, I can with those harmonies are probably my favorite thing uh, about music. I, I could sit in the booth all day and just come up with crazy harmonies. I love to do it. And yeah, I knew right away when I had decided I was doing a Christmas album that I wanted to do an a cappella version of Silent Night at the end. Yeah. I didn't know how difficult it was going to be. It's funny because it's actually the shortest song. I only did the verse and the pre and the hook of this, of the whole song um, as as an outro. And it probably took me the longest to actually record (laughs) just getting those harmonies. Right. And, and we actually did this acapella. So I wasn't, you know, kind of using a track to guide me and then we Mm -hmm. stripped the back of the track. No, we fully did this acapella and, it definitely took some time, but I'm really happy with how it comes out because I feel like it has that eerie sound still in yeah. a way with those mm-hmm. um, deeper dissonant like harmonies. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings you back to that beginning. But then it's also beautiful and kind of like closes like a book, yeah. like a nice little Christmas mm-hmm. book. So, yeah, it does. It, yeah, it, I, I, I'd probably call it haunting more than eerie. Kind of has this haunting. Haunt- I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's kind of haunting. But the thing I like about it, the the you know the song itself is just you know such a peaceful song as mm-hmm. a silent night, but you know w- with all the things that you cover in it, before this album, it's, it leaves people on this like even though it's haunting, it, it leaves this like nugget of hope, you know as well that you know yeah things might be terrible, but it will change and get better too you know and 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 things. But man, you. I knew I knew you had record several parts in there, but I just swore there was one other person in there. And uh, so, what did you think it was the deeper harm? Like the I thought it, I thought there was Mandy. maybe a guy. I thought there was a guy yeah. in there singing with you. But that's couldn't. funny. That's well done, very well done. But uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. how many how many tracks of you are in there? Do you even remember? I. I don't remember, but I mean, we've got probably doubles and triples of yeah. a lot of the harmonies. I want to say at least one, two, at least four, maybe five. Okay. So not too, yeah, too, not too yeah, many. Yeah, it's not but, like a big choir, choir kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, someone doesn't sit down and create a, a Christmas album full of nine songs without having at least some love for Christmas. Um, tell us about maybe, uh, you know, a family tradition that, that you had growing up or something special that happened uh, uh, with your family around, around Christmas. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> um, 
you know, the ones I probably think of the most would be, we have this one kind of long hill in our front yard. And as a kid, it just seemed ginormous. And I remember every year when we had our first snowfall and it really kind of stuck to the ground and it was more of like a packing snow, all of us, I have three brothers. So all of like my three brothers, my mom, my dad, we'd, we'd go outside and we would grab our sleds and we would just be building some ramps and we would go <laughs> crazy on that hill. And, and that was probably one of the more fun traditions other than, um, you know, even just going and getting our tree and decorating our tree together as a family and having the Grinch on in the background, drinking yeah. hot chocolate. Those are things that really just like make my heart warm. I just, I just love Christmas time. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this too. Um, being an obvious music lover and fan, you're sitting down, you know, with your, your favorite Christmas drink and a, and a blanket what Christmas music are you turning on the radio to listen to? Oh, you know, I'm going to give it out to a fellow Canadian and I'll say Michael Buble oh, just yeah. because I do love on his album, the way he's like, is beginning to look a lot like, <laughs> like I love it. Who yeah. not to love, wow. but, um, I, I mean, even like the later ones, like Justin Bieber's album had yep. a few really great tracks. Kelly oh, Clarkson yeah. actually yes. has a lot of good tracks on mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, would, I yeah. would go with that. Yeah. I, people look at me sideways when I say, you know, Justin Bieber's Christmas albums, you know, really worth listening to, you know, because it's everything. It's uh, great. Yeah. It's so it good. It is really good. And uh, it, it, you know, and, like guys give it a chance i know you know what you think of you know you know his song uh mistletoe is just fantastic you know and mm-hmm. uh i even tell people this is going in the wayback machine but the nsync's christmas album is really good too you know yeah. and it's <laughs> worth listening to and, and some people just like the traditional stuff and and that's fine but i'm i've always been an all of the above person and, and uh, fine. agreed me too yeah I like Michael Bublé too. Uh, he's on year round around around our house. You know, we yeah. always find to listen to him in and out of season. You know, because his is not you know his songs that are not Christmas are 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 wonderfully done as well. So mm-hmm. but, great voice yeah, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just killer. It's just like butter. You know. But uh, well. Dallas, thanks so much for joining me here on Christmas Clatter and uh, well done on this album. Uh, Thank seasons, you. Seasons change. So we do. So let me start again on that. We change too. Yep. It's seasons a change. Yeah. Seasons change. We change too is available now on streaming. Uh, where can they find you and where can they find the album? Um, it'll be available on all streaming platforms as well as iTunes. So, um, Spotify, Apple music, Amazon music, all of the above. You can find me on Instagram at Dallas Roden, R O D I N and YouTube as well. Dallas Roden. All right. All the links to Dallas will be in the show notes and descriptions. All the links to seasons change. We do too. will be, uh, there as well. So you guys will be just a tap, tap away. And, uh, Dallas, you may not know this, but uh, last year I started a thing called um, the Silver Silver Bell Awards, honoring excellent Christmas music. And uh, you have been nominated for three categories. 
So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, since this is your first album, you've been nominated for Newcomer of the Year, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas for Best Original Christmas Song, and as a uh, Best Christmas Album. So uh, that'll ah, be coming I love out. That. Thank you. So all the awards and all the winners will be announced on an episode coming up uh, mid December. I'll email you, let you know when that is, and and uh, we'll see. So um, there's a uh, amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I, I get I doing Christmas clatter. I've been blessed enough to get to hear from lots and lots of people that do Christmas music. And last year, I was like, somebody needs to do some Christmas music awards, and so and. Uh, so we started well, it only everything. makes sense for Christmas clatter to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I really enjoyed speaking with you and uh, don't be a stranger around uh, here at Christmas clatter. I won't. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. And if I don't talk to you uh, between now and then, have a Merry Christmas. You as well. Thank you. Huh? Uh, Christmas clatter is a very merry media production. And as always, remember, keep Christmas hope alive every day.